Hi there, and welcome to Proverbs 31 Wannabe, where we discuss biblical womanhood in our constantly busy and sometimes crazy daily life. I'm Alexis Heeslip, and as a wife and mother of two, I am always striving and praying to be a Proverbs 31 woman of faith. Today, we are continuing on our Women in the Bible series, and the next three women we're going to be talking about in a couple of weeks all have something in common. They all sing praises to God. And to kick off uh, this theme of singing praises to God, we're going to be looking at a really cool lady who we don't know too much about, but I feel like should be discussed more, and that is Deborah. So today we are going to be diving into the book of Judges. All right, let's dive on in and learn more about this woman named Deborah. All right, so Deborah is a really interesting person because this is set like the Book of Ruth during the time of Judges. Before we Israel had kings, there were judges who basically were some of the only people during this time that obeyed the Lord and listened to the Lord and would bring the people back to God after they would do evil in the eyes of the Lord. And this went on for quite some time. There were um, a couple of different judges uh, before the people demanded a king. And this lasted a couple of hundred of years, actually. And Deborah was in the third period of judges and she is the only female judge that um israel had which i think is pretty amazing and when we think of the word judge we think of someone who sits at a trial um nowadays and judges someone whether they're innocent or guilty and passes out a sentence for that person. And that was part of Deborah's job as a judge, but a judge was so much more. They also delivered the word of the Lord to the people of Israel and would uh, prophesize and direct the people in battles. And was ba- she was kind of basically like a military leader as well as a spiritual leader, which I think is really, really cool. And at this time, um, the Canaanites kind of um, took charge of parts of Israel because the Israelites were doing evil again in the sight of the Lord. Because just like you and I, we have our peaks and we have our valleys spiritually and they were in a spiritual valley of doing evil in the Lord. So the Lord was using the Canaanites um, to have, have the people realize that they needed to rely on the Lord and not themselves. And Deborah um, was judging Israel at this time and the Lord spoke to her and she called up a man named Barak and she told him that they were going to defeat the king of Canaan's right-hand man named Sisera, who was an evil, evil man who tortured people and was just oppressive for 20 years to the people of Israel. And 
So Barack said, I will do what you say, but you need to come with me. And you'll see what's interesting is through this story, because Barack said he wouldn't go without Deborah coming with him, that he doesn't get the credit for taking out this evil person named Sisera. And what I love about Deborah is that she still um, uses God, uh, God's word to help the people, to rally the people, and to show the people the beautiful power of the Lord. But at the same time, because Barak questioned the mission and questioned um, his confidence in the Lord, his ability to have been the one who was completely victorious was changed. So what I want to do is if you would turn with me to Judges chapter 5, I basically gave you a rundown of the story and the way it ends is that Sisera fled his troops after they were defeated and hid in a tent. And this woman named J.L., who he thought was his friend, actually ends up being the one who kills him with a tent peg. And because Barak doubted God, J.L. is the one who slayed the evil in Israel and is blessed because of it. So that's the rundown of the story, but I want to actually turn to the scripture and read it itself. So we're going to be in the book of Judges chapter 5, and it's the whole chapter 5. It's 31 verses. So we're going to start on Judges 5 verse 1. And after I read it, we're going to break it down some. And it says, On that day, Deborah and Barak, the son of Avinoman, sang this song. When leaders in Israel dedicate themselves and the people volunteer, you should all bless Adonai. Hear, kings, listen, princes, I will sing to Adonai. I will sing praise to Adonai, the God of Israel. Adonai, when you went out from Seir, the earth quaked and the sky shook. Yes, the clouds poured down torrents. The mountains melted at the presence of Adonai, at Sinai before Adonai, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anat, in the days of Yael, the main roads were deserted. Travelers walked the byways. The rulers ceased in Israel. They ceased until you arose, Deborah, arose a mother in Israel. They chose new gods when war was at the gates. Was there a shield or a spear to be seen among Israel's 40,000 men? My heart goes out to Israel's leaders and to those among the people who volunteer. All of you bless Adonai. You who ride white donkeys, sitting on soft saddled blankets, and you walking on the road, talk about it. Louder than the sound of archers at the watering holes will they sound as they retell the righteous acts of Adonai, the righteous acts of his rulers in Israel. Then Adonai's people marched down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, break into song. Arise, Barak, lead away your captives, son of Avinoman. 
Then a remnant of the nobles marched down. The people of Adonai marched down to me, to me like warriors. From Ephraim came those rooted in Emelech. Behind you, Benjamin, is with your peoples. From Mahir, the commanders marched down. And from Zevulun, those holding the mustier staff. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah, Issachar along with Barak. Into the valley they rushed forth behind him. Among the divisions of Reuben, they made great resolutions in their hearts. But why did you stay at the pens for the sheep and listen to the shepherds flute playing for the flocks? Concerning the divisions of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. Gilad lives beyond the Yarden. Dan, why does he stay by the ships? Asher stayed by the shores of the sea, remaining near its bays. The people of Zavulun risked their lives. Nephtali, too, on the open heights. Kings came, they fought. Yes, the kings of Canaan fought at Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. But they took no spoil of silver. They fought from heaven, the stars in their courses. Yes, they fought against Sisera. The Kishon River swept them away. That ancient river, the Kishon River. O my soul, march on with strength. Then the horses' hooves pounded the ground, their mighty steeds galloping at full speed. Curse Miraz, said the angel of Adonai. Curse the people living there with a bitter punishment for not coming to help Adonai, to help Adonai against the mighty warriors. Yael will be blessed more than all women. The wife of Hevir, the Kiani, will be blessed more than any woman in the tent. He asked her for water and she gave him milk. In an elegant bowl, she brought him curds. Then she took a tent peg in her left hand and a workman's hammer in her right. With the hammer, she struck Sisera, pierced his skull. Yes, she shattered and crushed his temple. He sank down at her feet. He fell and lay there. He sank at her feet. He fell. Where he sank down, there he fell dead. Sisera's mother looks out the window, peering out through the lattice. She wonders, why is his chariot so long in coming? Why are his horses so slow to return? The wisest of her ladies answer her, and she repeats it to herself. Of course, they're collecting and dividing the spoil. A girl, two girls for every warrior, for Sisera booty of dyed clothes. A plunder of colorfully embroidered garments, two embroidered scarves for every soldier's neck. May all your enemies perish like this, Adonai, but may those who love him be like the sun, glowing forth in its glory. Then the land had rest for 40 years. Okay, there is a lot to unpack here, and I want to start off with verse 7 was the first thing that stood out to me. Verses 1 through 7 really set the stage by showing that Deborah was a woman who did not want to take credit for any of this. Instead of making praises about herself and singing songs about herself, instead, she starts off her song praising the Lord, blessing the Lord, and reminding everyone of the power of God, reminding them of how he can even cause such a terrible storm that merged Sisera's chariots and softened the valley soil so that the Lord would defeat him. And I just think 
as someone who loves God, that is such an inspiration to me. It's so easy nowadays. I think for a lot of people, including myself, when things go well, we want to take all the credit. We want to get all the praises. But Deborah shows us what we should be doing, and that is turning it all back to the Lord and lifting it up to Him. And I just love that. And that's what we as moms should be doing. And I love how verse 7 calls Deborah a mother in Israel. And just like Deborah, who was a mother in Israel, we should be teaching our children and reminding them about the mighty power of God and how we should be loving the Lord and praising God all the time. I think this is a really amazing example of how we can use any part of our life and use it to teach our children that it is because of the Lord that we can do all things. I just think that's really just wonderful. I also uh, was really blown away by the point that God used a woman to complete his plan. I feel like there's this big misconception that many people have about the Bible and Christianity in general is that the Bible's just about men honoring the Lord. But that's just not true. There are so many amazing women in the Bible that demonstrate to us how God uses everyone and anyone to bring honor and glory to his name and to bring his people back to him. That's really why I wanted to do this series on women in the Bible in the first place is because there's so much a focus on what we I would call big names of the Bible like Abraham and Isaac or David. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like a lot of the times in even Christian in churches or in the culture in general, the beauty and the wisdom that the women who are in the Bible bring forth and teach and um, things that we can learn from them just kind of get pushed to the side often. And I think that that's something that I want to change as a mom. I want to show my children that God created man and woman equally and he used women in the Bible to bring about his glory just like he used men in the Bible to bring about his glory. And this is such a fabulous example of that. And we even show how because Barak, a man, um, doubted and lacked confidence in the Lord that he used a woman who a lot of people thought would have helped Sisera. Actually, she ends up being the one to end him. And I love how the scripture says in verse 24 that she will be blessed more than all women and blessed more than any woman in the tent because she defeated 
the evil and was bold and brave and killed the oppressor of God's people. That um, just really shows me that you might not think God's going to use you because like JL, she was the wife of a person, a man who was seen to be friends with the Canaanites and friends with the king. So this is someone that people would have thought would have never done something like this. People probably thought, if anything, like um, the evil man himself thought, Sisera thought that she would have protected him. And that's why he trusted her and went to her tent to hide. But instead, she boldly and courageously took a stand and she did what needed to be done and struck out the evil that was in her world. And Deborah, being a prophetess, being a speaker of the word of the Lord, praised Jael for that. And between these two women, you can see the utter awe and reverence of the Lord. The last note um, of Deborah's story that I want to point out is verse 31, which really sums this whole story up. Verse 31 says, May all your enemies perish like this, Adonai, but may those who love him be like the sun going forth in its glory. This is why it is so important to teach our children about what the Lord tells us in the word and why we should listen to the word of the Lord, even when it's hard, because God tells us in this passage that if you are an enemy of God, I pray that you get perished just like Sisera. But those who love him, those who want to do the will of the Lord and obey God, they can be like the sun going forth in its glory. So I think this is such a great moment where you can talk to your children about Again, the greatest commandment, Jesus tells us the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. You can use that concept, even with young children, and use the story of Deborah to give them an example of why it is so important that we love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul and with all of our strength. And if you're anything like me, I know I'm not perfect, but I now feel like I can turn to the book of Judges of all places and be reminded that when you obey the word of the Lord and you stand strong in your faith and you listen to God and do his will. 
there are so many mighty things that can come from it. Lord, thank you so much for giving us the story of Deborah and Barak and Jael and how we can use this story to teach our children about the greatest commandment you have given us. Lord, I pray that I can be strong like Deborah and listen to your word and obey you. Even when things are really hard, they, the Israelites were oppressed for 20 years and Deborah still had the courage and the understanding that you are an awesome and amazing, powerful God who can defeat anything. And she trusted in you. And because she trusted in you, the people were spared from being tortured by Sisera. I thank you for reminding us through Deborah's words that you are an awesome, powerful, loving God and that you want those who love you to be like the sun and going forth in its glory. Thank you for showing us your power and might in this story, Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to Proverbs 31 Wannabe. We hope you enjoyed the program. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Find us on Instagram and Facebook and check out our website at www.proverbs31wannabe.com. We would love to hear from you especially in the comments. Be sure to come back next time as we dive into Hannah, the mother of Samuel, and her courage to pray and call out to the Lord and to give to have the ability to give her son back to God. Until then, this is Alexis Heathlip. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless.